Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republican mental, like the real 144,000 being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists. Good evening, I'm your host, the Intellectual New Women Cares, and this is Mentelect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing the operating of ourselves and, you know, how we um, carry ourselves operating in pure righteousness and supremacy. Alright, we uh, stabilize our signal and everything is going good and um, we're going to rid ourselves of this little noise in a second. Alright. Okay. Okay. Alright. Give me one second. All right. You know, throughout our lives, you know, we always wonder, and we talk about the term of karma throughout our lives. We talk about the term of karma throughout our lives, and we try to understand what karma is and how we do things unto people and trying to get people to understand the the gravity of um, righteousness and supremacy. People don't understand that pure righteousness and how you treat people, how you interact with people brings about supremacy. Brings about real life experiences and things that happen to you and the balance of things that happen in your life. You know, whatever situation your life is in, whatever um, you know, situation you, you know, you go through, whatever you know, what happens to you, you know, from with people in certain places, along with certain possessions. You may lose certain possessions, right? You may fall out with people. You may end up in the strangest places and whatnot. But this is all done by your path of how you think and how you operate with people and operate amongst people. See, this is what it's all done. This is all what it's due to. See, the things that um, the things that we um, come to in the society, the things that happen to us here, all has to do with how we operate in our life. See, people do things to you in your life, and how you deal with these things in your life, operate after that, shows you who you are as a person and how the rest of your life will go. When you operate in pure righteousness and supremacy, when you are totally real with how you deal with people, totally um, um, square, how do you say square dealing, right? Notice the term square dealing. I don't know how many of you have ever heard that term before when dealing with people righteously. They use the term, are you square dealing? Are you honest? Are you, you know, basically uh, a righteous person? Do you operate from pure righteousness? Are you square with the people that you are dealing with? Are you real with them. I don't even want to use the word truthful. I don't want to use the word truthful tonight because truthful is subjective. People are, people use the word truth and as a form of subjection. Why do I mean it? Because you got people that actually believe what I say before. You got people that believe they're telling you the truth, but they're sitting here telling you bold-faced lies. Right? And they, you know, whether you can gauge whether they're lying to you or whether they're delusional, whether because you got people who actually believe that what they're telling you is the truth. You got delusional people out there like this. So we're going to bypass the truth because, again, truth is subjective. 
We're going to bypass the lie, of course. That's also subjective. But as they say, when people are lying to you about things, they're basically telling you the truth about themselves. If people lie to you about things in life, they're telling you the truth about themselves, who they are, what their character shows. That's the only thing truthful that they are sharing with you. Okay? That's the only thing that they are sharing with you. They're sharing the reality of who they are and the lies that they tell. Okay? All right? Can I, am I coming in clear? I want to make sure I'm coming in clear before I continue. I want to make sure I'm coming in clear. Am I coming in clear? All right. I'll make sure. All right. But like I said, you got people who actually think they're operating in righteousness and whatnot, and uh, uh, but they are adverse, they're really operating in self-righteousness. They're not operating in righteousness. They're operating in self-righteousness. And their delusional mind, how they deal with people, is right, right? And in their mind, like I said, it is right. But in your mind, you know it's wrong. So, again, you give the reality of how people are. You can never go wrong when you give people the reality. If people are, you know, you know, if they're good people, for lack of a better word, if they're upstanding people, if they're square-dealing people, those are righteous people. And if they are not, they're never going to be honest enough to let you know they're not. So sometimes you may have to get burned in the process to learn how these people are. Sometimes you may have to get, you know, you might have to take a loss to, for these people, for you to see how these people are. It happens, you see. But see, you will always recover from losses you take when you're dealing with unrighteous people because you being who you are, if you knew that your mind was, your mind and your, you know, your focus was in the righteous direction that you were dealing with people in a square and straight up fashion, the real fashion that you were not trying to take advantage of people, you were not trying to, you know, mislead people, you were not trying to disrespect people. If you know you're operating from that, then like I said, no matter what you get into, what situation you get into, it's going to work itself out. See, that's the power of operating through righteousness. When your intent is truly righteous, purely righteous, Without uh, um, without negative or or even positive intent, without any of those intents, because each one of those intents falls on the person who's you know dishing it out. Like I said, we don't you know righteousness comes by your actions, not by your words. It comes by your actions, and your actions must be square with everyone. Because even the people who may not like your actions, like I said, if you're delivering your action in the righteous way where you're not trying to hurt people, you're not trying to mislead, then eventually if they don't understand it, they will over time understand why you chose the actions you chose. You see? The reason why people have such a bad the reason why people have such bad karma in the society, I'm gonna say I'm gonna just use it, you know, in the terminology they understand. Karma. Put it this way, the reason why people have such bad judgment here because so many of our people are not operating from righteous and pure intent, pure righteous intent, pure righteousness and, and supreme intent. They're not operating from that. They're operating from something else. They're operating from a, a form of selfishness. You see, all they think about is themselves, that individuality. Remember, when I gave the analogy, and I and I said this this tells you a lot about how who the type of people black people like, or the type of people black people big up, like. 
when I gave the um when I gave the analogy of Malcolm X and how I always you know I always thought and I always felt like you know for lack of a better word that he betrayed Elijah Muhammad. I stabbed Elijah Muhammad in the back. I always felt he betrayed him. Now you and I mean it's clear to see that this man did a lot for Malcolm X, took care of Malcolm X, raised Malcolm X up, you know, made Malcolm X renowned. You know, if it wasn't for Elijah Muhammad, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X would have been somewhere dead, somewhere locked up in jail for the rest of his life. But those twelve years of his life that he spent in the nation of Islam from nineteen fifty two to nineteen sixty four, that was his golden years. That was his golden years on the planet because prior to that he went through a whole lot of hell, but then he came to prominence as Malcolm X through that um platform of the nation of Islam that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad provided for him. You know, Malcolm and and you know, end of all that Malcolm X ended up standing on the TV, the, the TV of the so-called white man, who he referred to as the devil, and he slanders and tears down his teacher. And he's trying to, in some way, find righteousness in that. He's trying to tell himself that what he's doing is right, going around trying to record women who done had relations with Donald Elijah Muhammad, going around trying to, you know, um, gossip behind uh, Elijah, Donald Elijah Muhammad's back and things like that. And... In his mind, what he was doing was righteous, I guess. I don't know. But it wasn't. Because you can't make something right that is not right. Or you can't make something righteous that's not righteous. You can't. It's no even. If I do for you, if I look out for you, if I take care of you and my intent is pure, I'm not doing it from any, uh, um, I'm not doing it from any um, selfish reasons or things like that or some, you know, with the mindset of, you know, ulterior motive, if I'm doing it from the pureness of who I am, the pure righteousness of who I am, you know, not out of the, I don't like using terminology like the kindness, I'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart. And, and like I said, I don't, I don't like symbolisms. I'm doing, I'm, you know, I'm with the literal. If I do things for you righteously and whatnot, and I don't expect you to return the same thing to me. I don't expect you to give me what I gave you. But what I do expect, righteous treatment, uh, real treatment, honest treatment, square dealing treatment when I'm dealing with you, that's only right. You know, you give what you get. You don't have to give, get back in so much in monetary things or physical or uh, material things because most people don't have it like that. But if you do for people like that, if you make made these people's lives like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad made Malcolm X's life, you would think these people would have been grateful for that. But he wasn't. Because as I said, so-called black people have this bad stain on them. They have this bad stain on them, this degenerate stain on them that keeps them from operating in a place of pure righteousness and supremacy. It keeps them from operating. What is that stain? What is that mark that so-called black people have on them? They have the mark of the beast. That's the mark they have on them. See, because the beast, he's always going to be a degenerate. He's always going to operate, you know, absent of righteousness, absent of supremacy. He's always going to be operating in the shadows from a from a degenerate place, from a uh, low-level place. And a lot of you so-called black people, you pick up that mark from the so-called white man. You pick it up from him, and so therefore you are rendered degenerate because his word don't mean nothing. 
His word don't mean nothing. That's why they had to come up with things like contracts. Why do you think they had to come up with things like legally binding contracts? Why do you think they had to do that? Because they know the so-called white man, his word don't mean nothing. His word is about as worthless as damn toilet paper. You see? It's only toilet paper only worth something after you use it. If you know what I mean, I'm not going to get graphic. But you know, like I said, but his word is about worthless as toilet paper. So they had to come up with legally binding things and things because it was time when we would say things to each other. That's where, the, that's where the Masons get that thing from. My word is my bond because your word meant everything. There was no contracts at the time. There was no contract to sign. There was no legal system to keep you bind to tell contract. So, you know, that's why these people would always, you know, they, they say one thing, and then next thing you know, they do something else. They promise you to pay you, understand? They don't pay you at all. They don't do this. They don't do that. So, like I said, that's a that's a um, degenerate energy, a degenerate spiritual energy that is unbalanced, that moves through this atmosphere, through this three-dimensional realm. See, that's a low-level frequency that moves through here. See, we originally, as people, we didn't we didn't lie to each other. You see, we didn't we didn't steal from each other. You see, we didn't do each other dirty. We didn't take advantage of each other. The women didn't take advantage of the men. The men didn't take advantage of the women. We didn't do stuff like that. You see, we we when we said we were going to do something, I borrow money from you. I tell you, you know, uh, um, you know, I'll have that back to you. I'll meet you here at this time, bring you your money back. And I may, you may, I may not know where you live. I might not know your number, whatever. But I, I made a pact with you to meet you back here and pay you the money I owe you. I might have just loaned you something real quick to help you out. And I'd be like, well, you know what? I'm going to bring it right back here. If I said that, that my word was my bond, I got to meet you back there and give you what I give you. Nowadays, people lie right to you just as casually like it don't mean nothing. So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? People have no problem with lying to you, doing you dirty, you know, taking advantage of people. They have no problem doing that, you see. And because our people, are, that you know, that's really not the nature of our people. That's really not the nature of who we are as a people. We don't lie to each other. We don't mislead each other. Like I said, we use the terminology, that terminology of square dealing and honest and things like that. That was our people, man. That was our people. You know how you know that? Because, you know, our people trust. The people who do, trust the most are the people who are trying to operate from pure righteousness and supremacy because they trust the words of the people they're dealing with. That's how our people dealt with the so-called white man. The so-called, as many times, the so-called, you know, our people back in the, you know, the beginnings of the society, they trusted the so-called white man, let him come on to America, let him come on to places where we inhabit it and, you know, let them set up shop and they promised, oh, we're not going to do nothing to hurt the people. We're just trying to, you know, set up or whatever they, whatever they said. Now, they let them come in, get set up, let them um, get they, you know, um, get their little thing going. And at first, at first, you know, they're not bothering the people. Next thing you know, they enslaving the people. They putting root. They putting, you know, they trying to enslave the people. They trying to, um, you know, rape the land of the people. All this stuff, right? They doing all this stuff for a reason. Because like, and you know, and the people obviously, our people are obviously trustworthy of these people. They trusting because they let these people come here. That's why you know that was the biggest downfall of so-called black people they trusted everybody because a lot of times our people are still operating i'm talking about the ones of our people in the right state of mind are operating from the mindset of being square dealing dealing righteously with one another we operating from that okay 
we operating from that frequency, a lot of our people, still, where our word is our bond. We're not sitting up here telling you lies, even though that's few and far in between. Because, you know, like I said, people will say one thing. People have gotten so used to casually lying to you, misleading you, trying to play you. Notice people have gotten so very casual with that. You see, people have gotten very casual with trying to lie, mislead you. And unfortunately, that's that's linked to a lot of black people. A lot of so-called black people, y'all do each other like that all the time. You say one thing, you do something else. You mislead people. You might borrow money from people, whatever. You don't pay them their money back, all kind of stuff. And then you justify in your mind why you're not doing that. Just like these people that sit up here and, and still, or still, um, who are still being, uh, you know, bigging up Malcolm X, who are still, you know, raising Malcolm X up. And I said that's sad, <clears throat> but very telling. <clears throat> it's sad that black people can raise up a traitor and a a, a, a traitor. And a backstabber like Malcolm X over down to Elijah Muhammad. And when you tell him, well, the messenger did this for Malcolm X, he did that for Malcolm X, he did this, that, that, and third. And then they want to go to the women. And you go, well, the women was not teenagers. They were young women and whatever. But that was Elijah Muhammad business. Nobody was harmed. Nobody did nothing. So they'll still try and justify in some way, shape, or form that type of behavior. They'll justify a man who's supposed to, who did for you. And again, that just shows you that these people who, th- who try and justify that, they're real scumbags. They're trying to justify a man who has done, you know, the most for you that anybody has ever done for you, even your own family. He's done the most for you, raised you up, put you in a position of power, and made you a prominent person in the world, be it famous or infamous. This man has done all this for you. He's taken your life from nothing to something, and you can figure a way to turn around on the man and stab him in the back. They expose his personal life, which it really wasn't nothing to expose. I said this before. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with a, a, a mature, an adult man having relations, sexual relations with adult women, whether they be young or not. There's nothing wrong with that. You see, they're adult women. They made the choice to lay down with this man. That's their business. Whatever they got going, whatever's going on in their bedroom, that's their business. But Malcolm X, which he did an unrighteous thing, he goes into the man's bedroom and tries to talk to the women and all that. And you got guys out here now who say, yeah, Malcolm, what Malcolm did was right. It was right what he did. And that's how sad and pathetic black men have become. That's how sad and pathetic black men come. And black women, because a lot of black women that agree with that too. That it's okay to stab somebody in the back. It's okay to lie and mislead people. It's okay to use people. It's okay to take advantage of people as long as, you know, the ends justify the means, which really is no ends to these means. Like I said, you're only doing that because, like I said, our people have this uh, um, this degenerate, unrighteous mindset on them. That mark that they got from the beast, they have that on them. This is why, like I said, the men leave you women. They lay down with you women, leave you with babies. Don't feel like they got to get up and take care of their children because these are the same kind of people that would big up a Malcolm X. These same men who would leave their children, right, don't take care of their children, leave the woman to struggle with their child, not in the child's life. This is the mindset. These are people who are not operating from pure righteousness and supremacy because that should not even be in our mind to do something like that. It shouldn't be in our mind to use people. 
mislead people, take advantage of people, disrespect our, especially our own. I'm not saying we're supposed to do that with anybody, but we're not so definitely not supposed to do that with our own. You see, but we can't trust our own anymore. We cannot trust our own anymore. Our own are misleading us. Our own is lying to us. They're sitting right in our face and saying one thing, taking vows to do something, taking vows to, you know, be part of something. Next thing you know, they turn around, oh, they feel like they got a choice to break the vow. You see? They feel like, oh, I can do whatever I want to do. You see? I don't have to hold to that. You see? That's the mentality. And that's exactly why black people are getting what they get, the treatment they get in this society, in this world. Because, like I said, if you're not square dealing first and foremost with yourself, with your own kind, and like I said, wherever you go, then like I said, that 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 degenerate spiritual energy will follow you. That degenerate spiritual energy will follow you, you see, in the most uh, um, blown up ways. This is why people got put into slavery. This is why people are at the bottom of the barrel in these societies, monetarily wise. This is why people have no influence, have no power in the world, because we are not operating from pure righteousness and supremacy, which is what we're supposed to operate from. Like I said, when the Masons say that nonsense about, what are you talking about, uh, standing on your square, standing on your square, my word is my bond, you know, things that people in the nation, the word, you know, phrases that, People in the nation use, which comes from Freemasonry, right? You know, stand on your square. When your word is your bond, you are operating from pure righteousness and supremacy. People can trust your word. People can trust your word. Your word is as good as a, any binding contract. Nobody feel like they don't even need to sign no contract. If people tell you something, their word is real, man. You can trust that. If I tell you, you know, if I borrow $100 from you, $200,000 from you, I see you on Friday, you ain't got to call me, you ain't got to have my number, you ain't got to know where I live at. I tell you, I'm going to be back here Friday to pay you. You go, okay, and you know that. And I'm near Friday, and I paid you because I'm a man of my word. Now, if you notice, when people are men and women of their word, when they are men and women of their word, notice people are usually shocked by that. Notice people are usually shocked when a person actually does what they say they're going to do. Notice that. When people actually do what they say they're going to do, when people actually stand on it, people are shocked by that. You notice that? You really did do that? Oh, wow, you really did do that. If you if you borrow some money from somebody, you show up when because a lot of times when people nine times out of ten when these days when you borrow money from people, you pretty much ready to take a loss depending on who the people are because you know a lot of the times these people will say one thing they'll pay you back and they ain't gonna pay you back man. They ain't gonna pay you back. You pretty much already done decided you're gonna take a loss. You see. It could be your family members. You can know where these niggas live at and everything. Be your family members, know where they live at, got their number one. And they'll sit up here and they'll let you blow their phone up and keep calling, asking for the money, knowing damn well they, they, they ain't trying to give you the money. And they'll, and they'll sit up here and you'll be ready to put hands on them, get physical and violent with them, and they don't care. They don't care. And they'll fight, they'll fight like, as if they right. They'll fight you like, like they right for what they did. This is the mentality. This is not who we are as a bright race of people. This is how black people are because I told you black people operate in the shadows of white people. 
black people operate in the shadows of white people. You see? Like I said, this is why contracts had to be drawn up, signatures, things the court of law had to be made for them because they lie to each other all the time. They steal from each other all the time. So you know they got no problem robbing and stealing from us, uh, uh, people who are not their kind. You know they got no problem with that. Everything that they got here, they lied about, and they still lie. They still lie. They still deceive. They still mislead people. They still do that. You see? And it works for them in a lot of ways. Sometimes it works for them because, you know, these are degenerate people. And the only reason, like I said, it works for them for the time being because it always comes back around and bites them in the ass. It works for them for time for the time being. And then they'll they'll be like, oh, okay, I got over with that, I got over with this, I got over with that. Then it could be a year from now, two years, ten years from now, fifteen years from now, something comes back around to them and they get burned. They get money taken from them, they lose everything, or somebody do, does them dirty, and they're like, why is this happening to me? You know, those are the most unrighteous people who ask why when they don't think back to why they were doing what they were doing to get that judgment. Those are the most unrighteous people because I'm pretty sure if they look back at what they did, I'm pretty sure if they look back at their life and what they did, they would understand why. They would know why they get that judgment they got, why it came to the, why it came to how it came to them. You see, this is a the judgment is like it, it's like a form of magnetism. Judgment is as strong as a form of magnetism. In fact, it carries a form of magnetism on it. The things that you do, right? The things that you've done in your life and how they come back to you. And if they don't come back to you, it comes back to your children. You'll live to see your children suffer for something that you did earlier. I told you judgment will always be rendered no matter who it is to. You see? And even when these other races of people, the so-called white man, these Asians, all these other people who lie and mislead the people who are unrighteous people, the ones who do that, like I said, it always revisits them in some kind of way, shape, or form. It could be in their health. They can end up getting sick and getting cancer or dying or whatever the case is, or they, family, they watch their family members suffer for something they did. You see? Because, see, the whole idea of operating from pure righteousness and supremacy that that's that's foreign to these people. That's foreign to them. You see, that's foreign to them. They looking to beat people. They looking to get over because they feel that's what they got to do. Because they told that you know you got you know they use phrases like fake it till you make it, fake it until you make it. No, don't fake anything. Be who you are out front, so nobody never has anything to hold over your head. Don't mislead people. Don't don't uh uh, uh use people. Don't take advantage of people. Don't do that. That's not who we are as a people. That's not who we are. You see, a lot of, a lot of so-called black people want to act like they're that way because, like I said, they picked up the ways of the beast. So they want to act like they're that way until it happens to them. Because, again, I'm going to say this. If you can accept and you can do those type of things to people, then you can't get upset when it comes back to you. You can't. When you take a loss on some money, because it's usually going to be an even bigger loss. When you when you take money from somebody, borrow money from somebody, whatever, and you don't give it back, and then later on down the line, you take a huge loss. You can't be mad because that's the type of that's the type of circular madness and confusion that you locked yourself into. When you could have took that straight and narrow path of righteousness, pure righteousness. 
you could have took that straight and narrow path and you could have been squared down and said, you know what, I'm not going to sit up here and lie to people. I'm not going to get over. I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm going to tell you what's real. I'm going to give you the reality of things. Like I said, we don't deal with truth and lies because, again, that's subjective. We deal with reality. Nobody can beat reality. Nobody can trump reality, which is why a lot of people don't want to deal with reality because, they can't bend and twist reality the way they want to bend and twist reality. They can't twist and bend situations the way they want to twin, twist and bend situations. Because reality is not meant to be bent or twisted. Reality is not meant to be bent or twisted. It is to be lived out righteously by righteous people who are coming into that higher state of supremacy. When we talk about our people in the fourth dimension... Our people, we don't, we don't do, we don't do, we don't do these things to each other. You see, in the fourth dimension, our word is literally our bond. Why? Because right now, in real time, in this next time as we coming in, we teaching our children that their word is their bond. If you say something, you do it. You don't lie to people. You don't make up things. You see, you don't mislead people. You don't mislead people. You don't use people. You don't disrespect people. You see, and again, that's the problem with so-called black people, because black people have become comfortable in doing that. They have become comfortable in misleading people. A woman done become comfortable in telling the man, "You the baby, you you my you my you the father of my child, or you my baby daddy," knowing damn well she slept with two or three other dudes, and she probably she probably got an idea who the real father is, but she'll let this guy take the fall and be paying child support and everything else. You see. She'll do things like that, you know, and know that this man is not the father and will try to get out of, you know, taking a paternity test. Like I said, what are you saying to that child? What are you saying to that child that you laid down and uh, uh, made with this man? What are you saying to that child? What are you saying to that child? Where do they come from? They already starting off at a disadvantage because they're coming from lying mothers who's sitting up here trying to pass them off on men who are not their, uh, uh, who are not their blood relation or genealogical link. You see, if you are so to the point where you're laying down with men and you don't know who your, the father of your child is, like I said, there's no hope for people like that. They're not operating in pure righteousness and supremacy because they didn't even pick up the person to lay down with in righteousness. You know, they pick the person in the state of degeneracy. So you can't make that situation right because it started off wrong. When something starts off wrong from the foundation, you can never make that thing right. You got to tear the whole goddamn house down and rebuild it, start to found, tear up the foundation and rebuild it again. You have to tear up the foundation and rebuild it again. Because if the foundation is corrupt, if it is weak, then, like I said, the build whatever you're building on top of it is gonna fall. And this and this is not even meant to be metaphorically. This is everything. If you let's say you start off lying about something, like you start off telling bold-faced lies about something, and you keep on more and more, you keep on lying, the more and more there's gonna be holes in your story, because you know, and people will see the holes in your story, and people are not gonna believe what you're saying or acknowledge that what you're saying is real, because there's holes in the foundation. It's already a, a lie. So you already started telling a lie. You already started off trying to mislead somebody. You already started off doing that. So you're getting this judgment. You're getting this judgment. 
because this is what you have built your house on a, a, a bunch of lies a bunch of untru- a bunch of falsehood built built on trying to mislead people use people as they call usury right con people you see and like i said it's sad when the people who were anti all of that the people were anti uh uh uh, uh anti conning people taking advantage of people now the people who were once those righteous people they're not those people anymore they're not they're not those people anymore. You can't even recognize these people. That's why that's another reason why Amin is not dealing with the so-called black race, because the black race are outcasts to the Amin. The Amin don't even recognize black people anymore because they become outcasts. Our descendants don't recognize the black race because they are so different from them. You see, they don't recognize these people. See, because, uh, you know, you recognize people based on not just their physical appearance, but based on their characteristics, how they act. How they are, how they portray themselves, and like I said, you know the people of the ancient world. You know the people in the ancient world. A lot of them, you could tell. You know how you know they were righteous people. Empires and kingdoms and things went for thousands of years. You can't have an empire, a society, or kingdom that goes that long if there's no righteousness in it. Because if it was no righteousness in it, people would have overthrew it a long time ago. People would have tore it down, overthrew it, overran it. You see. That's why in this society, this society is coming down and whatnot, and the beast is coming down out of power because he knows his time is short because he knew the foundation of this society was built on unrighteousness. He know that. He knows that this society was built on unrighteousness. You see, it was built on lies. It was not built because the men who are supposed to be Freemasons in the world, the men who are supposed to be so-called Freemasons who talk about standing on their square and they were being their bond, the people who took that oath to be in, to be Freemasons who run the society, they don't run the society that way. They do not run the society that way. They don't run the society where there's uh, um, where there's uh, you know, people being you know, people being square dealing, people word being they bond, people being righteous people. They don't run the society that way. So if they don't run the society that way, and America's not even 300 years old yet, they don't run the society that way, do you really think they'll see 300 years? And again, it's not me hoping that this society falls down. I'm not. But I'm saying I don't see how it could stand up if you are, if your foundation is based on lies, on, on um, um, you know, basically degeneracy, the disrespect of the people here that you're calling black. You see, the bad treatment of people, and you then and then you lying about why you treat them that way, or you give no real answer at all. But I already told you what the answer is. I said that our people are the real natives of this country, and the people who are the insurgents, the people who are coming here to usurp you, they want to make sure that they are able to control or decimate the native population. That would be you so-called black people. That's why there's racism here. This is why they make sure you're at the bottom of the barrel because they make sure all the native people that were in this land, the first people of this land, have to be without nothing in order for them to have. So instead of just saying that, even like even if it is, it is degenerate, it is petty, it is you know weak and you know mentality weak in mind, it is it is petty and degenerate. At least you're being honest and telling that that's really what it's about. 
See, you can't even be honest in your degeneracy and unrighteousness. They can't even be honest with that. You see, they can't even be honest with their deceit, they lies, even though they're showing you every day, but then they try and turn around and say, oh, that's not what it is. That is what it is. That is what it is. The foundation of the society has no real character. It has no real uh, a strong stand on because, again, your word, everything that you do, when you claim that your word is your bond, when you claim that you're real and what you're saying is real, everything that you do is supposed to be shaped on that. Everything that you do is supposed to be based on that. You see? They say in the society, truth, justice, in the American way. Don't they say, oh, was that something they said for Superman? They, even though they tried to, you know, you know, there was the Americanized people. With truth, justice, in the American way. This flag stands for truth and justice in the American way. Okay. But this doesn't stand for truth. It does not stand for justice because there's no such thing as justice. There's only judgment. There's no justice. Justice is subjective, just like the truth and lies are subjective. You got people that can believe they're justly, uh, 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 they're justly uh, in right of doing what they do. People felt they were just in having slaves, enslaving our people. They felt they were just in doing that. You see. They thought they was. They felt they was right. They were right. They had the right to do that to other people. You see, but this goes to show you people here. So we must be pure and righteous, and our supreme. And, and you know, in order to um, pull in that state of supremacy, we must be pure, righteous people. We must be, because being purely righteous is a fourth dimensional thing. And now I'm, I'm going to say this, pure righteousness don't mean that you're good, you're a nice person, he's a good guy. That's not what that means. I'm again, I'm going to come again with that. Being pure and righteous is not has nothing to do with being good or bad, nothing. It has everything to do with being real. See, because you can be, you know, you can be a person who does all kinds of negative things and whatnot. You know, whether you're a drug dealer, a thief, or rob, whatever you do. But as long as you are real in who you are, and people know and they're forewarned who you are, and they then choose to deal with you, then you're not the unrighteous one at all because you let it be known who you are. You didn't hide who you were. You didn't hide who you were. You were real about who you were. See, that's righteous. Righteousness is real. Righteousness is reality. Did I not tell you that? True righteousness is reality. It has nothing to do with good and bad. I told you, throw good and bad out the window. Good and bad is subjective. They want you to keep saying, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, because they know good is balanced by bad. Just like bad is balanced by good. That whole polarity thing, we got to get that up out of our head, man. We're not trying to be good, and we're not trying to be bad. We're trying to be righteous. We're trying to be righteous. You see? We're trying to be righteous in who we are, and, and, you know, we're trying to be square or stand on our square and our words and things like that. And when I say stand on the square, I'm not making reference to the Masonic thing. I'm talking about standing, you know, mentally within the fourth dimension of righteousness, standing mentally within the fourth dimension of righteousness, meaning that you have that mentality of righteousness in you. Your word is your bond. Your word can be trusted because it's real. You know, I don't have to like you. Because like and dislike is subjective. 
But what I do know is that what you tell me I know is good as gold. I don't need a contract for you. I don't need to go take you to court if you, you know, for anything. Cause my mind is not even thinking like that, that you are not going to honor your word. You see, my mind don't work like that. I don't work like that. If I tell people something, if I'm telling you something, I'm standing on it. I'm real about it. I'm not going to sit up here and lie to my people. That's why I say I don't have it in me to lie to my people. So when people sit up here and try to say, oh, I'm plagiarizing from other people, or I'm watching people's videos, or I'm copying from Bobby Hemmings or Phil Valentine, Dr. York, I take that as an insult. Not not Dr. York. I don't take that as an insult because... Like I said, I look up to my, my take what I take as an insult is people say th- that say things like that, because I know the reality is that I sit up and I'm constantly in reception to everything that I'm getting. Everything I share with you is what comes through me. I don't read nobody's books. I don't watch nobody. I don't regurgitate nobody's information. I don't have to. This is why I say I don't read books because I because if I sit up here and read books and I stood on it, I don't read books because I have to keep my mind open. For the reception to come through. And plus these books can't help me any damn way. None of these books can help me. Because they all outdated. My mind is in the space of future thought. How the hell are a bunch of old outdated books going to help me? I don't moved on from everything here. So I despise when people say that. You see. My mind is not. My mind don't even work like that. My mind don't work to take advantage of my people. My mind don't work to lie to my people. I, my mind don't work to rip them off and shake y'all down for all y'all money. I don't, my mind don't even work like that. And so if I'm coming real to y'all, and I'm talking about the people in this community, the people who have yet to come to this community, if I'm coming real to y'all, I expect the same damn thing back. Don't lie to me. You see? Make your words your bond. Don't tell me what you don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hear your lies. I don't want to hear your truth, as you say, you niggas. With your, this is my truth. Tell your truth. You notice they play with that. Tell your truth. I'm not interested in your truth or your version of the truth, which is usually a lie. Not interested in that. You see, tell me what's real. Tell me the. Tell me. Tell me the reality of things. What's real? What What's real? What's really real? That's all I want. If you do that for me, that will an alignment with righteousness. Because if you ever notice, that's how strong and powerful righteousness is. You got people who would rather sit and lie to you. You got people who would rather sit up here and tell you their version of the truth, not not the real, not the real. Because again, there's no such thing as the truth. There really isn't. Because I told you before, you got people who are sitting here believing they're telling you the truth, but they're lying to you. So how are you gonna? How would you ever even debate with or argue with somebody like that? You can bring facts to these people. You can bring logical facts to these people, and they're not gonna accept it because, in their mind, what they're saying is the truth. Like a good example is so-called Israelites and all these people. In their mind, they're teaching the truth, even though we know it's nothing but the but a bunch of beliefs that they've chosen to accept. That's all it boils down to. It's nothing but a bunch of beliefs that they've chosen to accept, but they believe they're telling the truth. How are you gonna argue with people like that? How are you going to try and show people the error of their ways? You don't. You just leave those people alone because they want to live in their delusion. You leave those people alone. Exactly. Just be real. That's all. Just be real. And when people you say that, when people say it to you, a lot of people can't take you being real. 
A lot of people cannot take you being real. So because you don't want to hurt people's feelings or hurt they, you know, hurt they, you know, whatever, you got to end up lying to people. You know, you got to end up lying to people to make them feel good about themselves. You got to end up telling people lies. You got to end up, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, you could utilize that. You could, and I'll say this sometimes, in a state of righteousness, sometimes you have to utilize, you have to utilize lies and truth to get through from dealing with these three-dimensional people. Like, for example, if somebody said, if if somebody put a gun in your head, if somebody, your life was in danger, and you know you had to lie to get out of something to save your life, then all, by all means do that. You got to do what you got to do because you know that these people are mentally unstable and they can't handle reality of things. So these people who got the gun to you, if you ain't telling them what they want to hear, they're going to blow your brains out. So you got to lie to save your life. Tell these people what they want to hear until you can get away from them. So you may have to utilize lies or what, or their version of the truth, what they want to hear, which is their version of the truth. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell your truth. Tell your truth. That means tell your lie. Feel free to tell your lie. That's all that means because all these people telling their truth and telling their versions of the truth, they, it's just – and they they putting the word truth on it to make it seem as though it's real. The truth is not real, just like the lie is not real. It is subjective, and it is shaped around what people want to believe. That's all it is. Truth and lies is based in belief. Reality is not. Reality is the only supreme thing. Truth and lies are based in belief. That's why we don't deal with truth and lies as mentalists. We don't, we don't, we don't acknowledge truth and lies. We acknowledge reality. So that puts us in a supreme state already because you don't hear nobody talking like that. You want pe- people want people want to tell a version of the truth. See, because when you tell your version of the truth, there's always room to mislead people. There's always room to lie to people. There's always room to deceive people. You tell people one thing and they'll do something else. They're going to justify their lies, just like them niggas justify Malcolm X sitting up here stabbing Elijah Muhammad in the back. Oh, well, see, you know, he had it coming because he was sleeping with them underage young girls. Even though it's been proven that he wasn't sleeping with them, they, they, but they're going to still run with that because, see, the reality that he wasn't, it then makes Malcolm, their hero, look like a scumbag that he is. See, they can't deal with that reality that Malcolm X was a scumbag and a traitor. They can't deal with that. So what do they do? Oh, Elijah Muhammad was wrong. See, he was wrong because you know why they, why they want to say Elijah Muhammad was wrong? Because Elijah Muhammad raised the bar. And whenever you're raising the bar on black people, black people don't like that. Black people don't like when you raise the bar, when you don't, when you're not trying to operate on a degenerate level like them. See, they feel as though you're trying to be better than them because you want to be righteous and real and square dealing in the things that you do, and they don't want to be that way. So they don't like you. They don't like you. Who who he think he is? You think you better than me? You think you because you because you know you think you better than me because you don't do what I do? Yeah, I am better than you. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I don't operate on a degenerate level. Because that's their way of trying to shame you into operating on a degenerate level. To get you to, to pull you down to their level. To get you to see why they, why they are uh, a double-minded. Why they are degenerate. Why they are a bunch of liars. A bunch of deceivers. A bunch of users. Why, why they want to get you to understand it and thus make yourself like that too. See, if you was in my position, you, nah, nah. Nah. Mm-mm. There's never no excuse for doing that. There's never no excuse for misleading people, lying to people, 
telling the truth to people, whatever you say your truth is, because like I told you, truth and lies are, are the same now. In this three-dimensional realm, the truth and the lie is the same. So when you ask if you want to get to the bottom of something, you want to get to what it really is, you ask them, I want you to be real. Give me the reality of what you did. Be real. Say, give me the reality. Tell them, give me the reality. I don't want the truth because you're going to give me your version of the truth, which is a lie. Be real. And watch, you'll see that these people will have a hard time with that. They have a hard time with that because it brings them right to that level of the square. And it brings them into that time of judgment. Because when you are forcing people to be real, you're forcing them to stand before you in reality, in pure reality. People will not be able to stand in front of you with pure reality. Because then you're going to see them for what they are. And the biggest thing that these liars slash truth tellers hate is that you see them as they really are. A bunch of phony degenerates. We'll be right back.
you know, you want to trust people, you know, in your heart. A lot of times your heart of hearts, you know, for lack of a better word, you know, in your soul, in your essence, you want to trust people. But it's so damn hard. People ask for your trust. People ask you to trust them. But if they do things to show that, you know, it's hard to trust. Because, see, you know, people want to try that. But, you know, people that got burned so many times, you see, people got burnt so many times that it's hard to trust people, man. Because you got so many people operating from this three-dimensional and two and low two-dimensional frequency of degeneracy, of lies and deceit. People are operating from a state of lies and deceit. They word don't mean nothing. And to me, like I said, once you lie to me, once you tell me a lie, man, once you, once you show me your word is really not your bond, I can't really deal with you, man. You can't really be trusted. And it's a shame because, you know, you got people who want to get beyond that, want to get past that, but that two-dimensional way, that black-minded way always sneaks back in, and they end up doing just like everybody else do. They end up lying to you, misleading you, you know, uh, uh, trying to get over on you, and it always comes out. It always comes out. It always comes out with these people. It always comes out that these people are deceivers. You see, it always does. It never, it comes out without fail, man. And that's because, like I said, people don't want to be what they're supposed to be. People want to, it's the people, it's easier for people to play a role. You see, a lot of times when people lie to you, a lot of times they play games with you, and the way they get off on that, because they like playing a role. You see, they like getting over on people. They like trying to con people. They ma- it makes them feel smart that they was able to get over on you. But see, you were pure and you were righteous in your intent for whatever purpose, whatever you did for them. You were pure and righteous in your intent. You were pure and righteous in your intent, whether you loaned them money, whether you promised them something or things like that. You were pure and then they didn't deliver it back to you. But you know what? What you're getting when they do that to you, you're, you're getting the real them. You're getting the real them. You ever get these people, when you confront them, they lies and things like that, they'll still keep trying to pile lie upon lie upon lie and try to justify why they're lying to you. Because instead of just saying, look, I lied, you know, I'm not going to pay you back, I'm not going to do this, that. And, they, and, they, and the actions they're saying that anyway, but they don't got the courage and the guts to just say, they'd rather you keep chasing behind them and keep asking for the money and keep giving you, instead of saying, look, I'm not trying to pay you back. They want, they too much of a coward to be real and just say, look, I'm not going to give you your money back. I don't plan on giving your money back. And then they just want, then you can decide on one or two things. You can open their head up to the white meter. You can gut about your business and count that as a, uh, as a loss, which is really a gain. You better off just counting it as a gain because it's not really a loss, you see. You better off counting it as a game because you'll lose more opening their head up to the white meat and putting doing doing harm to them because then you know it kind of lowers and lessens you, you know, because you, all you're going to do is end up getting yourself in trouble, you know, with the police or you end up hurting them or they're going to try and hurt you or whatever the case may be. It's not going to do it. It's not going to get anything back. You better off just writing it off and just like okay, and that's it. Just bite it and bite. This is all a part of. This is all a part of going through this life, man. You're gonna go through it with degenerate people. And trust me, those people who did that to you, they got it coming back to them a thousand times over. You know, just walk away. They got it coming back to them. And when it come back, it's gonna really hurt them. And they're gonna be too. They're gonna be really. Um, 
they're going to be really, um, how do you say, uh, um, they're going to be um, perplexed at why whatever, the, when they form into that situation, they're going to be perplexed in why, as to why it's happening to them. They're going to really be up there and they're going to be perplexed. They're going to be like, why is this happening to me? You know, I didn't do nothing like the nigga, like the nigga that goes to jail. Like, and this is a real case, this guy who went to jail. I, I said this before. He goes to jail, right, for uh, committing a robbery. And he gets like, you know, 20 or 30 years or whatever. I mean, it was a big robbery. I think somebody got killed. He goes to jail for committing a robbery or whatever. And, you know, he's, he's pro- proclaiming his, ignorance, uh, his uh, innocence. I was about to say his ignorance. Yeah, that too. But he's proclaiming his innocence that he didn't have nothing to do with that robbery. However, he's been he's a career criminal and he's a and he's a thief and a robber and he has shot people and killed people probably nine times out of ten. So he didn't get he didn't get caught for those things he did. The dirt he did to those people. So now something he got caught on something else, you see, and it's getting hung on him and he don't know how to deal with that. Because what he don't understand is, okay, yeah, you didn't get, you didn't, you are innocent of doing that, but you didn't get punished properly for doing what you did in those other robberies. See, you're going to pay one way or the other. You're going to pay. You see, I don't care what it is you do in this life, you're going to pay for it. That's why I said there's nothing, there's no such thing as free. Everything costs here. Everything in this three-dimensional realm in the real world course so when people are offering you things for free when they trying to get you to do things and you know oh like this guy was saying uh oh you know if you people take the vaccine you could get some free marijuana you had this white guy thing handing out marijuana to niggas in the hood to take the vaccine and they and they might oh that's free weed when i get the vaccine i'll do that it's nothing free everything is with a reason even when they give you away free food in the society it's for a reason it ain't free you're, you're going to pay with your health. You will pay with your health. You will pay uh, with, with, with some, whatever uh, um, thing they have to do because they don't do nothing. They don't give you nothing in this society. They take from you. They don't give you anything. You know, you simple-minded Negroes got this mindset that there's a such thing as free. I should get this for free or I should get that for free when y'all don't operate that way. You know, the people that give you something for free are usually giving you nothing. The people that give you something for free are usually giving you nothing, and the people that give you something that costs are usually giving you nothing. So the thing that is which we should be looking for is the things that are invaluable, meaning there is no price tag on that. You see, when you look for things in this life that are priceless, when you deal with things from a righteous mindset like this, I'm going to give this as an example, our community. Our community is priceless. There is no money that nobody could give me to stop building this community. There's no money. This community is not for sale. You see, if somebody came to me right now and said, I'll give you $100 million if I could sit and, you know, run the Republican mental like and you'll be out in the front and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll teach, you know, I'll put with the money, we'll just, we'll just, you know, teach some things and add some things. If they came to me and said, I'd be like, no. And people think I'm lying, but I really mean that because this is priceless to me. This means more to me than money, way more. This money's not even on the level of what this means to me, what the republic means to me, what this community means to me, what Amen means to me. And like I said, I'm not trying to, you know, say it to, you know, um, you know, pound on my chest or nothing like that. That's not what it's about. I'm not saying it for that. I'm saying it because that's how I really feel. That's how I really think. There is nothing 
Nothing, nothing. I said, if, if, a, if a, a famous person came to me and offered me a million dollars to join the republic, the answer is no. Especially if I know that you're not really, you're not real about this, that you have, the, you're not pure in your intention to be part of this. I don't want your money. I'm going to ask you, why are you offering me money to do something that, you know, that, that don't cost like that? It's not about the money. Well, I'm going to ask you, why are you doing that? You see, because, again, we're supposed to look for the things that are priceless in this world, community, family, real family and community, and our bond and our commitment toward each other. That's priceless. That's way more priceless than money. You can always get money again. You can't get commitments and bonds and, and community. You can't get that. Look how long look how look how look how uh, look how hard it is to build this community. People don't see it but mentally it is taxing to build this community. But it's it's worth it. Because you got to deal with people who are not saying who are not who are not people of their word, people whose word is not their bond, people who come in here playing games and being act who really black people underneath posing as bright people. You see you got to deal with that. You got to deal with people who you give, you know, might give names to and they turn around and, you know, show you that they really black and they didn't deserve it. You see, this is what you got to deal with. And you're you're giving them the name or you're giving them membership or bringing them into the community. And your being and your mindset is to be righteous with these people because it's a big thing for our people to trust one another and uh, um, be community. It's a big thing for us. You see? Because we don't have so many people that done defrauded us, done took our kindness for weakness, that done ripped us off and made it all about money. And no, so when you got something like that that's not based on that, that we are about the things that are invaluable, that are priceless, that can have no price tag put on them, a lot of people don't think that's real. And they mind that's not real. Oh, that y'all y'all real about this? Y'all really doing the community? Y'all serious? Yeah, we serious. The hell you think? You think we up here doing this for our health or because we ain't got nothing else better to do? That's how you simple-minded Negroes think, man. I don't have people sit up here with members of the Republic years ago who faded to black even before we got to um before we really got um uh, set up on um on on the on uh Facebook and all this stuff. People that was come, walking with us early on before we became the Republic. These people will sit up here and they'll still see us doing this. Me and some of the brothers or whatever, they'll see us doing this, and still it's still a Republican mental act. And they'll sit up here. Oh, they still doing that? They still at it? Yeah, nigga, we still at it. We ain't like you. We didn't come in here playing games. We wasn't we wasn't those wandering spirits that wandered into some place and oh you know well it ain't right for me so let me wander out forget what I said to Nubin forget the vow I took forget that I came into community and I said I'm not of the black race or I, I'm I, I guess I really am of the black race or no I'm not I'm bright but I'm just not part, wanting to be part of the community no you're black. If you're not part of this community if you're not part of this righteousness in this community that we're putting together then you black man. If you're not of arm and you're black. I don't care what nobody say. If you're not of arm and you're black. Simple as that. And like I said, you so-called black people, your word don't mean nothing. Your word means nothing. And therefore you mean nothing. When your word is not when your word means nothing, and that's how you judge in the fourth dimension too. Your judge the the real judgment of your word is fourth dimensional, whether you know it or not. Why you think the Masons say I stand on my square? They stand on their square and they say their word is their bond because that is a fourth dimensional transmission. That comes from our people in the ancient world and that was handed down from our ascendants, the Amun race, who told us that we must be real in what we say. We must mean what we say and say what we mean. 
That's how, that's how we are who we are. And that was our motto, that was our way of thinking, that was our mantra back in the ancient world coming from our ascendants from the army, because that's how they are in the future. They say what they mean, and they mean what they say. They don't play games. See, these games are things you pick up here in this little three-dimensional and two-dimensional fantasy that the beast is promoting to you. That's the games you play. See, they don't play them games. They real with you. They real. Your children will be real with you. You don't teach your children to lie and deceive and play games with people, man. You always tell your children that they word must always be their bond. We don't have no choice. We don't want no choice. We only want one one uh, direction, one path to go in. Our word is our bond. So Because if you can't trust your family, the people who call themselves your family in the world, then who the hell can you trust? Who the hell can you trust if you can't trust the people who you call the family in this community? People who took a vow, people who we set up here with people who we gained respect for and things like that. And they show themselves to be black people. That that just leave a bad taste in your mouth. Even though we're going to keep it moving. It's no it's no thing. But, you know, I had to make reference of a little situation earlier. That I'm just making reference to that. When people show you who they really are. Because I told you before, we're in the time of revelation. We are in the time of revelation, people. And everybody's going to be revealed for who and what they are. I don't care how much you try to fake it. I don't care how much you try to act the way or you trying to play the game. It's going to eventually come out. You're going to be exposed. And when you are exposed for being a fake and a phony, especially when you try to step into this realm, where there are no fakes, there are no phonies, there are no people telling their own truth or lying. We ain't playing those games. And see, what they really can't take is that this is real. This is real. Is real. We don't have no wiggle room for niggas that want to come in here and be phony and lie. See, because if we did that, then this, this, this republic would be full. There'd be so many people in the republic, we couldn't even count. If we made, If we kept this, if we had this vibration going out of fakeness and phoniness, then you know how many people would come here, see, because then they got somebody, they got some place to come where they could gossip, talk crap, talk behind people back. That's really the environment they want. They want to be in some black organization. See, in the black organizations, you could come in and gossip and talk crap behind people back, talk down on people. You could do that. See, we don't do that here. We don't do that. And the ones who have done that, they out of here. And the ones who are doing that now, if they are participating, they're going to be out of here too. Because as this frequency intensifies and we're moving toward the fourth dimension, all of that, all of that activity, all that two-dimensional activity is supposed to be burned out of you. All of that's supposed to be burned out of you. You're supposed to outgrow that. All that black behavior, all that two-dimensional, uh, uh, wordless, wordless nonsense, all that, uh, uh, um, all that uh, degenerate behavior. The lies and the deceit. You're supposed to make yourself pure, man. And when I say make yourself pure, that also means uh, uh, transparent, man. You're supposed to make your intentions transparent where people can see the purity in you. They can't try to see through, you know, could she she mean this or could he mean that or do they really mean it? No, they see right through you. Your word is so strong. Your word is your bond. Your word is, you know, that you that you you stand on it. That's it, man. You don't break it for nobody. As men, as real men and real women, you don't break your word for nobody. At any time. Ever. Because you will have that revisited upon you. Because it'll come a time where you going you don't did people wrong and you don't, you know, you don't uh, uh, con people, lie to people. 
mis- misled people, you used people, it's going to come right back to you. And when it comes back to you, it's going to come back to you even harder. Trust me when I tell you. It will come back harder. We'll be right back.
Now, as time goes, and uh, we're learning that time is of the essence, and space is even of a greater essence, we must distance ourselves from people who are not truly of us, of Amen. Amen, when I say, notice, I'm going to tell y'all, those of you in the Republic, when I say in Amen, we trust. Why do y'all think I say that? Why do you think I say in Amen, we trust? Why do you think I say that? Why do you think I say in Amen, we trust? Because trust is key. Trust is key if we're going to have anything, man. Trust is key. Trust is the only thing that we have, man. If we don't have that, then we have nothing. Trust is key. If we don't have trust, we ain't got nothing, man. We doing this for nothing. I'm not. This community was founded on trust, man. This community is founded on trust. This community is founded on reality, and it is founded on righteousness. It is founded on pure righteousness, and therefore supremacy will come. There has to be trust here. There has to. We have to know that we can trust each other. When I say an amen, we trust. I mean in us, we trust because we are the amen. So when I hear people, when I say hey, amen, I'm talking about us as the community, as the race, the bright race, not the black race, not the white race, not the human race, the amen race. We must trust. We must have trust in ourselves as our bond is becoming stronger. And us, we must trust. In this community, we must trust. If we're not going to do that, man, then this is all for nothing, man. And I do not intend to have my work, my blood, sweat, and tears, and all the things I had to go through to put this community together, all the people that done backstabbed me and did all the stuff they done did over the years, I just I, 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 I forego all that because I'm looking at the bigger picture always. But if I was one of these type of people that took it personal, that took it as in the front because I know my intent is righteousness, my intent is pure pure righteousness, I don't, I'm not trying to get over on people or play people, a lot of people and things like that. I give you the reality. And sometimes and most times when you give reality to people, who are not ready for it, they would rather you lie to them. They would rather you lie to them than keep it real with them. I'm going to just say that. They would rather, because you know when people say, or say I'm, you know, call me all kind of names and try to accuse me of, you know, being a thief and stealing from other people's stuff. And you know why they want that? Because that's really what they want. They're used to leaders like that. They're used to leaders being on the same low level as they are. See, they come to expect that. They come to expect people being on that. You see, they come to expect people being on that. They come to expect me to come like that. You see, they come to they come to expect that. You see, you had people who I kept it I kept I kept it real with from day one from the foundation of this thing, but they couldn't keep it real with me because they're not real with themselves. They are those delusional people. They would rather you be that way. They would rather you truly be a degenerate. They would rather that. You see, because it justifies them being the way they are. Because they got somebody to say, oh, yeah, see, they like that. They like that. They, they ain't no different than I am. See, they, they just like that. See, they do this, that, and the third. And they'll sit up here and they'll lie right in your face. 
They'll lie right in your face, and they'll lie for nothing. They'll lie for nothing. You know why they lie? Because they're liars. That's what liars do. Liars are not real. You ask them something real, they just start off lying to you. You see, liars are not real. You can't have liars amongst you. You can't have people who are ready to deceive and con people because, like I said, in a lot of you so-called black people, that has become your second nature. That actually has become your first nature as black people to be liars, to be phony. You've been, you've been, you've been made right into exactly to what the white man said you was. You let him make you right into what you are. You let him make you into a bunch of unrighteous people, a bunch of shady people. And that's what they say about you, unrighteous, shady people, people who are not uh, fair, uh, square dealing, people who are hustling, con- even though that's really his, that's really his, uh, 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 that's his persona. That's the white man's characteristics, being that of a, being that of a liar and a deceiver. You see, that they, that's nothing to them. But unfortunately, as being they shadow as being black people, that has rubbed off on you. In other words, you become the black version of them. You have become the black version of them. That's why you have no problem with telling lies. You see, you have no pro- they have no problem with telling lies. You see. And like I said, a lot of our people running around, a lot of so-called black people running around out here, they are mentally disturbed, man. They are mentally disturbed because that's what ends up happening when you lie so much. When you lie so much, I notice it takes a toll on your mind. When you lie so much, when you live in that world of illusion and delusion, when you lie so much, when you are unrighteous, when you are not really standing on the square you're supposed to be standing on, the foundation you're standing on, when you want to act like that's what you're doing when you're really not. You see, all of that you do, it takes a toll on your mind. It takes a toll on your mind. It really does. After a while, it takes a toll on your mind, your body, and your soul. You see? And then you become double-minded. Then you start making bad decisions. Then you start running into low-level people who doing you dirty. Like a lot of you so-called black females, you run into all these niggas that do you dirty, that lay up with you, leave you with babies, leave you with STDs, leave you with all these things because you're not righteous. You're not righteous in your in the foundation of who you are. You're not righteous. So you get what your hand called for. Y'all know that old saying, you get what your hand called for? You're damn right. You're getting what your hand called for. You so-called black people, y'all unrighteous to one another. You niggas are demons. You niggas are unrighteous and demonic toward one another. But so now it's the so-called white man who you niggas love so much, he going to turn around and be the same way you are towards y'all. That's why the white man do y'all the way he do y'all because that's how y'all do each other. I told you he is a reflection of you. And you are and you are a reflection of him. So whatever y'all do each other, however y'all do each other, is how he going to do y'all. You see? That's exactly why y'all get what y'all get. You see, that's exactly why. You getting, you getting, you getting, you getting from the beast, the one who you love so much, the one, and nine times out of ten, you'll tell him the truth. You'll tell him, you know, you'll be real with him. If he asks you something, he look you in your eyes and he and he tell you something and he put the fear of God into you, the fear of your white God into you. He put the fear into you. He looking you in your eye, the damn police precinct. He looking you in your eye as your lawyer or your attorney and he looking you in your eyes and y'all got the fear of your white God in you and you'll tell him everything. You'll be real with him. Not real with your own people, but you'll be real with him. And that's when he'll turn around and burn your ass. He'll burn your black ass. Because that's what you deserve. That's what you get for a life of 
of uh, a lies and deceit, a life where you have lived in a foul or built your house on a foul foundation, on a weak foundation, on a foundation full of lies, on a foundation where your word is not your bond. Every time you promise something, every time you say something, you're supposed to deliver. Every time. You're not supposed to be wanting to associate with people who don't do that. You shouldn't want to associate with people that don't want to do that. And that's been my biggest thing of why I fell out with people. I fell out with people over the fact that they were not people of their word. You see, they did foul things. And even if they didn't do it to me, I've watched them do it to other people, and that turned me off about them. You see, I don't want to be associated with people like that. I don't want to be guilty by association. I don't want that judgment by association by hanging out with a bunch of low-level people who are not people of their word. I don't want to be around those people, a.k.a. that's why I don't want to be around the majority of you so-called black people, because that's how you are. That's just how you are. And you'll send the, and the thing that's in, that that incenses me even more is that you niggas try to act like you are oblivious to it, that you don't know why how why or why why you you being looked at that way, and you try to justify it. You try to justify lying to people, ripping people off, misleading people, using people, abusing people. You try to justify that, looking in people's face and lying, coming in this community. Playing like you of the bright race when you know you're really not. See, because these are not things you just find out about yourself. These are things you always know about yourself. See, the um, the deceiver, the deceivers always know who they are and what their limitations are. They always know who they are. They don't. They don't just get that way because they make it always seem like oh, they came into the community and something they saw that made them that they, they don't. That don't make them that way. They was always that way. They were always a bunch of liars and deceivers. Let me take a quick call. One one one. One one one. Okay, nothing from one one one. Okay, all right. That's how these people always were. You see, they come with the intent to lie and deceive and whatnot, and they try and they try and you know and delude themselves into thinking. Or, you know, uh, uh, oh no, that's not really. I'm, I'm really coming with pure intention. And if I see something that's wrong, then I'm gonna go ahead and go about my bell and leave. I'm not gonna be a part. No, it's not there's something wrong. It's that you're the wrong one in the equation. You're the wrong one in the equation. Either the foundation is wrong or you're wrong. Simple as that. Either the foundation is wrong or you're wrong. And I made sure this foundation is righteous. I made sure because I didn't give you belief. You know how I made sure I, this foundation of mental like is righteous? Because I refuse to give my people belief. I refuse to give them belief. I refuse to get you to believe in anything because that would not be righteous. I gave you reality. I gave you logic and rational thinking, which is reality. That's what I gave my people. You understand? As a community, that's what I gave the foundation for us to stand on, logic and rationale, which equals reality. I gave y'all that. Nobody else gave you that. Everybody else gave you religion. Much as I love my predecessors, they still was coming with religion. That's all they had. I get that. But they gave religion. And in religion, you find all forms of misuse, degeneracy, and people lying to you, half 
fake telling you the truth, lying and telling you the truth together, all kind of nonsense, all kind of confusion. You get that. So I refuse to bring that into this community. I refuse to make that the foundation because had I made this the foundation about, oh, we believe in Amen, Amen is our God, and all this, we'd have all these people come in here that are anything but godly, godless people, de- degenerate people that have been coming here, lying, deceiving, ripping people off, trying to mislead and, mis- and use, misuse people. We would have had that. So I made sure I kept it real all the way. Amen won't let me be no uh, no other way. I said we represent the Amen, and we must stand on reality. We must stand on our square of reality and above degeneracy all the time. Our word must be our bond all the time or it affects our entry into the fourth dimension. Do y'all hear me? It affects our entry into the fourth dimension because we must be able to enter in where they already are. The stage has been set for us. And that stage is a stage of pure righteousness and supremacy in which we have to guide ourselves based on that. If that's not going to be how you are when you come in this community or you around me, then don't come around me at all or don't join this community. Don't We don't want you here. So let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. What is, um, what is operating in pure righteousness, pure righteousness and supremacy? What that means is basically we operating, we live in our lives based on reality. Reality. Not on good, not on bad, but on reality. And that means we are real with one another. We keep it real. We let people know what we are about, who we are about, and our word is always our bond. That's how you operate in pure righteousness and supremacy. When your word is your bond and you really stand on it. I know a lot of people is talking about my word is my bond. A lot of you people, that is not the case. And like I said, a lot of y'all got that same mentality as the so-called white man because, like I said, his word was never his bond. He lie all the time. He deceive all the time. He misused all the time. Again, that's why they had to come up with contracts. You see, they had to come up with contracts and penalties for not following those contracts. Who should this? Who should this um, be? Whose way should this be? Our way as the elect, to live in righteousness and supremacy, pure righteousness, without any negative or positive intent, but real intent. That's it. That's all. Um. Why should we should we be this way? Because it opens up the door to everything. Because this is where pure supremacy is. This is where pure power is. And you standing righteously in your words, and you're standing real in your words. How 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 more how much more celestial and powerful are you when your your words, everything out of your mouth, everything you do is real, just straight up real. Do you know how much of a how much how powerful that is when everything you say is real? Everything you say you're going to do is real. Everything you stand on is real. You can't, there's no, nothing greater than that. So, of course, we got to operate from that. If we're going to receive that power, we got to be real, man. Ain't no faking the funk. Ain't no games. Ain't no, you tell your truth, and I'm going to tell my nah, man. It's only one real reality. Beyond truth, beyond lies, beyond anybody's tweaking and fixing of things. Right? What uh, or who will teach us this? Mentelec is teaching us this as a community. Amen is teaching us this. Our ascendants are teaching us this. This comes from our ascendants, the Amen race of which we are a part of. We're being taught this every day through this message. And I stand on it. And I want all mentalists to stand on the foundation of pure righteousness and supremacy, which will equal power. And that's it. 
We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Minkares. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow at 10. Good night.